Yeah, so last night, I woke up around 2, and I was in physical pain, writhing around on the bed, and they stopped selling alcohol at 2, I'm pretty sure, 2 or 2.30, doesn't matter. But So there's nothing I could do about it, about the pain. And I don't know... I don't know if it's alcohol withdrawals or I don't know what it is, but it was a, probably the worst morning that I've had since it started happening. Since I started doing the, uh, 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 the dry heaving. I didn't eat anything. I didn't drink that much. So I wasn't drunk and I didn't eat anything. So it wasn't something like I ate. It just was like I just was dry heaving. I was just thinking about things. And the more I thought about stuff that I just really disliked and stuff that happened in like life, the more I started convulsing. So I had to actually like put a blanket on me. So like I was going into shock or something. It was terrifying. Like it's a panic attack probably, but it was still kind of like a seizure. Like I'm, my hand is still shaking. I, yeah, look at that. It like shakes. It comes and goes, but yeah, there it goes. My hand, my right hand just shakes now. It just moves on. You know, in um, Saving Private Ryan with um, Tom Hanks, when his hand starts doing that thing, my hand does that now. Except it's like all the time. <laughs> it's not just like when something bad's about to happen. It's just all the time. And I was just convulsing and uh, 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 just making that noise. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, and still have like, I threw up. I threw up again. And it's not, and maybe it is from drinking, I don't know, but it wasn't from drinking too much. It wasn't like I was, you know, like stumbling around and start throwing up in the in the toilet because you're too drunk. It wasn't like that. I can get, trust me, I can, I can hold my liquor and alcohol. I can hold it down just fine. And... I can also drink a lot and hold it down just fine. I can drink a lot, dude. I can drink I can drink about 24 beers comfortably. After that, I'll probably end up falling over. Getting <laughs> going to sleep. So 24, I can drink 24. I've made it to 28. I've made it to 28. I've tried to drink like 30, but I never could. I never can get to 30. I, it always tops out at 28. And 24 is when, you know, things would start to get really weird. No, it's not even that weird. I, I was talking to my brother, and just I had a falling out with my brother. And just, we have some serious family problems here. And he was texting me and saying, like, you're bringing the family down. And I was like, yeah, okay, man. Like, all right. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, no, if I am, shit, you know, I can't, I'm trying to bring the family up, <laughs> but I can't because everyone's bringing me down and he doesn't get it. Honestly, everyone's bringing me down and like, I tried so hard. I put in so much effort, like I, I broken record time, but it's just interesting because like he thinks when I say my fat rat brother, he, my, my fat rat brother flew me out here and then just left. And just was like, okay, good luck. I'm like, okay. And I text him 
look, take me back to Salt Lake. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. It was in December, nine months ago. And he's just like, give Arizona a chance. And it's just like, okay, well, I left here. I left Arizona and now I'm stuck here. And like, that's why I don't like him. That's why I'm going to antagonize him next time. Because he knew it. He knew the toxic environment that, that Arizona is. And especially like, I don't know. Just the next boy gets sick now. The more I think about it, it was just toxic. Everything's just toxic over here. The air, the environment, the people. Dude, the people, like running in, I've, I've been thinking about everything so much. Like the fence with the dog and the guy saying like, just let, leave the dogs be. And I was just kind of like pushing back a little bit and I was just like laughing Quoting Pantera lyrics, walk on home, boy. And he goes, I am home. I was like, oh my God. Dude, you don't get it. <laughs> I was just thinking about it and I was just like, you know what? Let that stupid dog bark. Like, let the dog bark. Let the lawnmowers go. Let the roosters cock a doodle doodle all freaking goddamn day. Those roosters, yeah, now I'm starting to get that feeling again. And I start to think about it. It's mental. It's a mental problem. I'm starting to get that like weird, gross feeling. The throwing up feeling. Yeah, it's mental. Crazy. I was wondering like what causes it, what triggers it. And I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure it's mental, but then now, yeah. It's coming back. Just thinking about the roosters at night gives me this feeling. It's just like, oh, we gotta throw up now. <laughs> just the roosters. Cause they they start at like 2 or 3 a.m. They start going. And there's like four or five of them over there. And they all sound like they're about to die. And they just go at it all night. So around 3 o'clock in the morning. All morning, I guess you're saying. I don't know. And nobody else notices. And I'm just sitting there like convulsing on the bed and I can hear the roosters going outside and they're just like, uh, no one else can hear that. Like, uh, uh, uh. Just, I was just saying, help me. Like, someone please help me. And no, and no one's going to help me. Because no one close by is not. That's not like I was actually trying to talk to anyone, but I was just like thinking, saying out loud, like, God, someone please help me. Like, why did I have to go through this? Like, why am I having to experience this? I prayed to God again today. And it's an earnest prayer. Yeah, a fervent one. Where, like, I just, it's a simple-ass prayer, dude. It's the simplest prayer you can come up with. Dear God, get me through the day today. God, get me through the day today. Let's worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Yesterday's gone. Get me through the day today. Please. Like, help me today. I need your help today. And I'm not a religious person at all. I mean, I, I started going to that Christian church down the street a little bit, but I just kind of stopped. I liked them, though. They sent me a bunch of cards for my birthday. It was really thoughtful. I just opened all the cards and didn't read them like an asshole. I did. I opened all of them and just looking for money. And there's no money. I was like, God damn it. It was very thoughtful of them to send me that many cards. And there's like long, like, 
they 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 wrote on there. And I know that what it probably said, and I know it was probably just like a group of women that you know. Let's whose birthdays this week? And I that's how those churches work. The mega churches, or it's kind of like it kind of is like a mega church, but that's how they work. And it's just they all get together. They don't actually mean what they're writing. I think, but it's thoughtful. So yeah. they gave me a bunch of freaking birthday cards for my birthday. Because I wrote my birthday down on the like the welcome card <laughs> that they give you. Maybe I'll go again. No, I think taking communion, I think just the act of, yeah, the blood of Christ, the body of Christ, and taking that. And I'm not, I'm a Christian, but I'm not trying to be preachy. But I, I think there's something to it, just, just with the um, the ritual of it. Actually, we had, okay, now, yeah, now I'm going to get serious. A little bit. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> like, the other day, I was on the bike, as, as I tend to be on. And it was just so hot. And it was, it was um, in the middle of the day, and I, had, I needed some water. And I just, like, parked on the bike in the shade, like, just lying down at a church, at an LDS church, at a Mormon church. And then, yeah, there's two... Sister missionaries, these two girls, they were 20, probably something years old, right? And, uh, hi. And I was just like, what? Like, what do I do? What do I do now? Like, what am I in trouble for now? What do I do now? <laughs> and then just introduced themselves and, yeah. I said, you want to go inside and get some water? I was like, yeah. And we exchanged numbers and then I texted them. I said, hey, could you guys come by sometime? And not to, not to, nothing. I just felt like they needed to come by. And like spiritually, I felt like spiritually they needed to come by. So, well, to be honest, there was two missionaries here the day before. Anyway, I'm going to get too technical. Two missionaries came by before. And then I introduced myself to them kind of as they were leaving and then I ran out and I told, yeah, I told them, like, you tell sister so-and-so and you tell sister so-and-so that I said hello, okay? And they're like, yeah, we will. And then the next day I called them because they gave, you know, they gave me another number at the church. The, the girls did, anyways. So I, I texted them. I tried to call them yesterday. I didn't answer. Just sometimes I need someone to talk to. I don't know. I got the podcast and everything and I got other stuff, but, like, yeah, sometimes I just need someone to talk to. And I realize this, and... Let me get, my, get a drink, hold on. No, I, sometimes I just need someone to talk to. It's not the suicide hotline. It's not anything... By the way, if you are in that position, then yeah, call the hotline, do whatever. But... Or if you feel that way. And I have been feeling pretty down lately. Like, extremely down. And the only thing that seems to help is beer, is alcohol. And so anyway, my point is thus. I text, I text them, just, can you come by? Here's the address. And she's like, yeah, well, you buy, can we come by today? And they came by and we, they shared some scriptures and we talked about stuff for a minute. And I started crying. The one said the prayer. She goes, before we leave, can, can we say a prayer? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, help bling. Please help Bling to feel better. 
and to feel like, I don't know, yeah, it's getting me right now. Because all three of them were like so like, gorgeous. And I, I don't have my glasses anymore. I stepped on them. Oh, I got many pairs of nice glasses in Salt Lake, but not here, not in Phoenix. I don't have contacts, I don't have glasses, so I can't even see very well, but I, like, they looked attractive. But like, they're angels. Like, you, there's no, no touchy, no kissy with that stuff. And I respect it, too. I respect, I respect the religion enough to... Um, I guess all religions, all faiths. I, I'll respect it if, if... They're not allowed to hug, even. You have to shake hands. They can't even give hugs with guys. I think they could hug girls. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, they can't even hug. Like nuns. <laughs> like a nunnery. No, she said the prayer at the end before they left, and I started crying. Because they're so kind and so thoughtful, and they're so young. And it's like, I'm all old, and... I just came by, like, to rescue me, kind of. Spiritually, you know, spiritually, nothing was going on, nothing was wrong. But I just needed to talk to some, somebody and just, like, feel appreciated, I guess, or to feel something. I've been calling people all the time, people I meet on the street, people I met in jail. <laughs> everyone, everyone, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I want to go as far as to call it fake, but, like, everyone... Oh yeah, let's hang out sometime. Yeah, let's get together sometime. It used to. It seemed like it was so much easier. I don't know if it's pre-pandemic or I don't know if it's just younger or or what. But it was just so much easier just to hang out with people. Oh yeah, I'll come over. I'll come by later. You know. Talk on the phone. Drive around in the car. Just hang. Do something. Go somewhere. See a movie. With friends. With just friends. And then um, everyone doesn't do that anymore. But everyone says so. Like, yeah, call me up. Call me up. Let's hang out. Let's do it. And I call them up. But yeah, let me call you back. Yeah. Like this woman that I met on the street just last week or whenever it was, a couple weeks ago. And she's older. She's married. And I don't, it's not romantic. It's not anything like that. I just wanted to talk to somebody. And I was just like, can I hang out with you today? Can we meet up and just talk for a little bit? Like, I just need someone to talk to. And she's like, um, yeah, I'll be in the area. I can call, I'll call you back. She never calls me back. And we started texting and she's just like, yeah, sorry about that. And um, I was like, that's all right. She's like, I lost my cat. And when we met, we were at the store and she had a cat, like a bike and a cat in a bag freaking cat in a bag like a little box like not a box but like like a cat carrying freaking little kennel thing but like a nice one like a nice one and the cat was black with like really bright eyes like orange eyes they were orange or yellow but like they were like piercing the eyes of that cat were like like pierced through your soul it was a black cat it was a pretty, pretty cat, and it had a little collar. And uh, I guess it, she, I guess it jumped out of the bag. That sucks. Like, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. With pets, we've never really had pets that ran away. Like they always hang around. I don't know why that is. I don't know if we've ever had a pet actually. Well, we've had them run away and get hit by a car. So were they really running away? I don't know. But they got hit by a car running across the street. They're not smart. But the, the pets we have, the cats we have, they've been inside-outside cats. If you feed a cat outside, it's going to come back. I've actually got cats around here, younger cats. The cat here is old. And the younger cats around here, I just, I left out a can of sardines. Dude, I can't even eat meat, man. I, it's... I think it just makes me sick now. I'm like vegan almost because maybe I was getting sick from milk this morning. Anyway, you leave cats out milk and you leave cats food and they'll come back. And that's my point. And no one wants to hang out anymore. And maybe it's because I am being a downer. Maybe it is because I'm bringing everyone down. I just talk about the same things over and over. Go back home to Salt Lake and I'm fat rat brother. I got marooned out here. My ass kicked in Phoenix by police, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But we're all lonely, I think. A lot of us are. And you need to have, like, a, a group of friends. And I used to have that, but you know, one of them even died from an overdose back when fentanyl was barely coming on. Not Maybe not barely, but when fentanyl, like, made its way across the United States and up through Mexico and everything else. When fentanyl really started coming through, um, it's different now. Actually, in jail, uh, there was a Mexican in jail. I, I might have said this in previous, but he said, um, that, no, it's for gringos. Fentanyl's for gringos. He's like, we don't, we don't do it in Mexico. But then he started doing it, so, but... Everyone I talked to in jail that did fentanyl, they said it's the worst withdrawals they've ever... They said, I've been on heroin, I've done whatever, but fentanyl, the withdrawals from fentanyl are, like, even that much worse. And, like, yeah. Just some of the prison guard, the jail, what, COs, what is it? The prison guard, the guard, the guards, the sheriffs. There's so many of them in Phoenix, in the jail. There's... They're, everywhere in there everywhere and police and they're just all walking around they are everywhere like there is no shortage of freaking yeah and if they're still hiring then yeah there's gonna be even more of them but they just make stuff up and take their time it takes like three of them to pass a piece of paper down the hall and there's like just five of them everywhere Everywhere. And they're always talking to each other. They're always just like, just, I don't know. Just like casually just standing around. Like they're not in a hurry. There's nothing going on. It's like, man, I was like that. I don't want that job, but because your job is to go to jail every day. So I don't want that. But yeah, I don't know. I could talk about a lot of stuff. But my point is that fentanyl, I lost a friend from fentanyl. 
Yeah, good friend. Best friend, actually. Yeah. We text every single day. He was in Washington and I was in Salt Lake. We talk for a while sometimes, too. And he was doing really well. And then um, I guess he just got caught up a little bit. He didn't know what he was doing. And I think a lot of people that die from fentanyl, they don't know what they're getting into. Especially back then. That was in 2016. That was in 2016. So it's seven years ago. Wow. In seven years this October, man. I even went to his dad's house when I was um, homeless in Phoenix. I went to his, his parents' home, where he used to live in Phoenix. And, um... They didn't recognize me. And he just he just said, like, look, you get cleaned up and you come back and live with me, okay? And I was like, yeah, I, I am kind of cleaned up. <laughs> I'm going to argue. But I, I was talking too much and I, I shared too much information, I think. That didn't make sense. But I lost my mind out there in, in Phoenix. I did for a little bit. Yeah, the Phoenix Chronicles, how much time was that? I lost my mind out there. It was, um, it's eye-opening. And I think it's the reason why I hate noise now. I'm so sensitive to noise. is because out there I used to think, I don't know, I just lost my mind. I used to think, like, every noise was a signal to me to do something or to go a direction. So I don't know if I want to, how much I want to share, but about that because I, I really was crazy I, I was I lost my mind and yeah like when birds and stuff would chirp and or when the well for example when I would hear like a garbage truck backing up and it was beep 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 I used to think okay that's time to back up now too and so I would go a double back and go a different direction just on a whim no, I didn't have any destination or anywhere to go, but if I heard a truck backing up and beeping, I was like, okay, I have to back up too and go a different direction. Like they're trying to talk to me. Like who's they? And like, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't think they were anyone. But I thought like there was part of this like elite team. It's a long story. Because I met this guy as I was like, I don't know. I told you guys about the guy. Super handsome. He just kind of found me on the ground. And he's like, hey, you've impressed some people. And they got your eye on you. And like, we got your eye on you. He's like, you want to come with me? And I was like, I'm so happy to see you. And it's like, he was just manipulating me. He was just manipulating a bum to steal stuff for him. <laughs> That's what he was doing. And I didn't realize it until the end of the night. Well, the thing is, though, the thing is, though, is... I told him, like, look, man, I've got some moral moral differences with stealing, so I'm not going to steal. He's like, don't worry, it's okay. I was like, no, no, I'm not going to steal. And he's like, don't worry, our boys are watching out for us. I was like, our boys? He's like, yeah. Like, okay. He's like, put this in your jacket. <laughs> Did buy, get these pants for me. Like, all right. All right. And we just would walk out. Like a Walmart, we're on camera, everything, yeah. We just walk around, hey, okay. And nothing would happen. No, no alarms would go off, no one, anything. I was like, so how does this work? 
and I don't know if he's telling the truth or not, but he's just like, well, they come in and they pay for us. It's like, who, like, who's they? Like, what? I'm, I'm being serious. I met this guy and that's what happened. And we walked right out the door in like the shitty part of town in a shitty Walmart. <laughs> And like where people probably steal all the time when they're probably watching people steal stuff all the, and catching people stealing stuff all the time. Yeah. But we just didn't even have to try. And there are people talking to like the employees. I was like, are we police or like, what are we? He's like, no, we're the good guys. I like, I think we're cartel. <laughs> That's all he would say. He's like, we're the good guys. Okay. So I thought I was part of this like elite squad for a minute. And I thought, like, that's what they were doing, was communicating through, like, noises and sounds. Like, buses. When a bus would, like, put its brakes on and make that noise. Then I'd have to stop and, like, look around. I don't do that anymore. Thank God. Thank God. And it only lasted a little bit. I was only out there for, like, what, a month? Yeah. But the damage is done. Like, the damage is done out there. I got my ass kicked by police. Beat up. Like the word, yeah, I still have scars to prove it. I got beat up out there a few times. Yeah. But now, I, now I'm like kind of anxious to see if I can fight. Because now I, I was just naive and stupid when I thought I knew everything. And it's just like I didn't know everything. Now I do know everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just naive and stupid. Yeah. And I wake up having PTSD, panic attacks. I have to have PTSD from all that. Just one month out there, it'll give you, it'll mess you up. I'm gonna mess up from a note. Because I woke up today just kind of saying, help me, someone help me. And I have nightmares all the time and I always wake up weird. No talking to anyone for 30 minutes, but yeah. Hard to explain, really. I definitely don't steal anymore. I don't think that's a good idea. Because, yeah, I don't want to get beat up again. And if I spent, you know, some time in jail for just, like, very minor stuff, they'll take me to jail. And the bond keeps going up. So, yeah, it's going to be harder to get out. And that's just like, oh, avoid the cops at all costs. Head down, ride the bike, don't say anything. That's why I was... Bring it back around. I gotta hold on a sec. Well, I was saying about the neighbor with the barking dog. I just like screw it, man. I like. They don't, I know he probably had a gun. Like, there's no way you're gonna approach me like that unless I'm not, and I'm not gonna do anything. So, yeah. So he thinks like a tough guy, you know. And and it's just like. Like, I'm ready to go anyways. Like, you could shoot me and it, everything's fine. <laughs> That's fine with me. But I don't need more problems. I, I even said, like, call the police then. He's like, no, I'm not going to call the police. And I just was like, how, that, that was a close one, you know? Because if he did call the police and then, it, like, he's white. I'm Native American. Like, there you go. Like, you know, half Native American. I'm half white. Half white, half Native American. So... That happens, and then 
the cops will show up and then it's like, okay, we'll put your hands behind your back, you piece of shit. You're going to jail again. So it's just like that interaction. And I already had like the motivation just to head down. Don't talk to anyone. Don't, but it was that interaction. So it wasn't, I didn't, I don't even think I cussed. I didn't, no expletives, no nothing. I didn't say anything besides walk on homeboy. <laughs> I am home. Yeah, you don't get it, man. Well, I just said, like, yeah, the dog barks. I'm out I'm out here barking. Leave the dog be, leave me be. Like, it's, I'm not doing anything. And there's no one jumping over the fence. There's no one stealing anything, at least not on this side. So I don't know what's going on over there. But if the dog can bark and make noise and the roosters can cock a doodle, doodle, freaking doodle, do, freaking do all day, all night then I can, I can come out here and bark too. <laughs> I can sing, I can bark, I can do whatever if I want to out here. If everyone, if the cicadas can scream and the birds, the freaking great tail grackle, Scary. if they can do all that stuff all day. I've heard those birds too over in like, there's some bushes in front of their, the property that they have. Those birds are loud over there. I'm glad I'm not over there, but I've I've rode I've rode the bike past there before, and, and this what are the oleanders or something? Anyways, the the great tail grackles are loud in that bush set of bushes, and they're all in there. There's like got to be hundreds of them in there, just squawking. So if they can make all that noise, and if the dog can just a roof a roof a roof a roof, if that can happen all day long. A roof, a roof, a roof. It's like, what's the dog even barking at? It's like, then I can come out here and like make noise too. And I can, if it's towards your dog, if it's directed towards your dog, your dog's barking at me and I've been here for nine goddamn months, then your dog's pretty dumb then. Because it doesn't have to bark at me because I'm not doing it. It's like, I, I just, that, that sort of logic and that sort of like reasoning doesn't resonate with anyone anymore everyone's just mad and angry at each other if you do stuff they don't like like there's so much noise over here that if you're gonna say all you hear is me then you're wrong <laughs> then that's not right but nice try and but it just occurred to me i was just like you know what no more arguing with people and no more trying to make sense of anything anymore. Like, then you're wrong. You know, my, that whole reasoning I just gave you, everyone, my fans and listeners tuning in at home, then you're wrong. But now you're right, because I'm not going to argue with you. You're like, all right, I'll leave the dog alone. All right, I'll, I'll be quiet. And I heard the dog barking last night, along with the roosters, as I'm writhing around in bed doing that thing where I'm like throwing up but not throwing up there's nothing coming out I just dry heave I can throw up sometimes depending on if I I think it's milk that contributes to it I can't eat dairy products I can't I'm like a vegan it sucks it sucks I can't drink orange juice I can't drink certain things it sucks so bad if I drink orange juice, I have severe... St- I must have some sort of Crohn's disease, I think. Something. 
I must have like a something going on in my intestines that just I have to eat and drink bread and water. That's it. It fucking sucks. But that's my life now. I can't eat meat. I know that much. If I eat a hamburger, just a hamburger, it's not good. It's very bad. And it'll be for days is what'll happen. I get sick if I eat meat. It's my own fault for being a vegetarian, choosing to be a vegetarian for so long. But now when I want a hamburger and I don't want to be a vegetarian anymore, it's like, oh, too bad. Put your hands behind your back. You're going to jelly piece shit. Oh, damn it. I don't know. I feel better now, though. And, um, yeah, I I don't like drinking. I don't. I hate it. But it's like I'm caught, in, like, talking about withdrawals and stuff. Maybe that's what I was going through last night, too, was some withdrawals. But I, I wasn't, yeah. It was just anxiety. It was a really bad panic attack. It's a really bad one. I just had to wait until the, the you can't, and in Utah, you can buy beer around the clock. They used to not have it that way, but then they changed it. So you just buy beer at any time, anytime. And here, you can't buy beer between 2.30 a.m. and 6 a.m., I think. You got a little four-hour window to where if yeah, you need something, you need to get one in you, you can't. You can't. You just have to... Is that a mosquito on me? In this place. No, I will never be able to articulate how much I hate Arizona and what it did to me. And I know it sounds like I'm always putting the blame on other people and stuff, and I am, and I am, and that's true. But, like, you know, I'm talking to my brother, just... He, I don't know, was not very nice about it. And he starts snitching and, like, ratting me out. And I was just like, dude, like, why? Like, why are you doing, like, we're just trying to help. We can't just, like, no, you're, like, no, that's not how you help. Like, it's not, that doesn't help. Now you're setting me behind. And it's just, like, who can you trust? And it's just, to me, it's just strangers, junkies, people on the street. It's only temporary, and it's like you just have to talk to them first and see what happens. But missionaries, sister missionaries, yeah. those are three angels that came by, and they blessed me, and that was nice. They had strong energy, very good, very good. Almost um, kind of converted me back to being a Mormon. I was born and raised, so it's not like it's ever going to leave. And yeah, it was true what happened. It was like the truth was there, like it was real. Like a real spiritual power that they had. These three girls, women. Like a real just strong spiritual presence that was palpable. And they were so kind. They were so kind, those girls are. Mm. But that's all, like, out of desperation, let me call up some sister missionaries. And not desperation romantically, it's just desperation to talk to somebody. Like face-to-face sometimes, and it's going away. Like with the internet, with texting, with everything else, like we, we, don't, we don't communicate 
anymore with each other, and we just immediately get scared. You know, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it police. It's like just we don't communicate right anymore. It, it's wrong, and like I don't know how to fix that besides try. And every everybody I meet is like, yeah, let's hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you call them and just you know, no, 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 okay, hang out. I got sick today, big time. I was sick, bad. I don't know what caused it. I don't know. I was so sick though this morning. I was so sick and I could barely keep down. A, like I knew, I'll end it on this because I'm an alcoholic, regrettably, very regrettably. I don't do drugs though anymore either. I don't even smoke weed. I don't do drugs. Um... I don't know if I ever will again. I don't know if I ever will again do drugs. Because it like kind of scares me now, all of it. All I do is drink, and it's kind of lame. <laughs> it's beer. <laughs> I do those little shot, the shooter things now too. But I've been seeing them around everywhere. Yeah. What was I going to end it on? End on something. Oh. Yeah, so I was up all night writhing around, totally in pain and, and totally miserable. And then like dry heaving and everything. It was gross. It sucked. Like I threw up, but like nothing. It was just like bile. It was just horrible. And it's like, why am I sick? And why? It's just that I would think about something and I'd start throwing up again. And so if I, I, it was like, I think there's a, there's a mental connection there. But I knew if I could just wait until they start selling alcohol again at the store. I don't know if I was like, I don't know if I can ride the bike. I was like, maybe I'll have to walk there. And like, I don't know. But it sucks being an alcoholic like that. Because it, yeah, I feel better now. And I don't, I don't think it was withdrawals. It was just um, something, mental something. But I didn't have any beer or alcohol during that four-hour period. I woke up at 2, started writhing around. The only way I'm going to feel better is if I start to drink. Yeah. And that's okay, I think. I think it's fine. Like, we've been, as again, as homo sapiens, we've been drinking for a very long time. Thousands of years. Wine and stuff and fermented fruit and whatever the hell. We've been doing it for a very, very long time. And our bodies can process it pretty quickly. Our livers can. Is it good to do it all all the time? Like, yeah, probably not. But uh, Doctor Drew once said that every Native American that he knows was an alcoholic, or that he everyone was clients. The genetic predisposition that I have is pretty not good. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, stacked against me when it comes to drinking alcohol. And I don't. I didn't always drink alcohol. It was till I came here. I drank alcohol like kinda, just to kinda a couple beers a day. And now it's just like, damn. Like, um, like I have to have one now. I have to have one. Otherwise, I either get sick, or when I have a panic attack, I can't calm down. It, it won't go away. It won't leave. Like I was shaking today. Like my hands were doing that thing in Tom Hanks. It was shaking, bad. 
Saving Private Ryan, Tom Hanks, when it, like it was doing that. I couldn't even grab, when I went to the store, I couldn't even grab the thing. And he's like, you got it? Be careful. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know, I'm shaking. Like, I don't know. Just kind of shrug at him. He's like, you got it? You get it? I was like, I think so. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what's going on in my body right now. He probably thought I was drunk, but it's just like, no, I'm not. I didn't drink anything for hours. For hours. Like, it was um, eight hours probably. And just nothing. But I wake up and all of a sudden, I hate it. But I knew, I knew, yeah, this is what I was going to end it on. I knew that if I went down there and got like a 40, which is expensive, that's the expensive gas station, but whatever. If I got a 40 of Mickey's, then I'd be okay. And so I had to like sip it because my stomach was so, like something was so wrong with me that if I slammed it, I I didn't want to waste it because money's tight now. I didn't want to waste it. So if I slammed it and threw it up, and that, then we got even more problems. So let's just like sip it, get it down, and it worked, which is good. It's really good. But I'll probably have to go back in a little bit, get some more. But at least I feel fine enough to do it. Like It was such a rough bike ride over there. Oh, it was so rough. When I got back, I was just like, hyperventilating and doing the same thing and just like taking my shoes off and just trying to the first couple sips I was like oh no it's not gonna work I'm gonna throw it up but it worked and I started chugging it I was like it's freaking make me feel better now it sucks but at least I don't do drugs which I'm kind of proud of because I'm almost like staunch staunchly against drugs now when I used to be totally, not against them, but yeah, I'm against fentanyl. I'm staunchly against fentanyl and those pills, that shit. I am. I don't know about, well, this is another podcast, I'll end it, but like charging people with drug crimes, I don't think that that helps at all. <laughs> that doesn't help society at all in the least. You find it on them, I don't know, but don't charge them with crimes. I think. Don't, they, they don't, people don't need a criminal record for everything that they do wrong. Because if you have a criminal record, you can't get a job. And then it's just like they're on the street even more. It's like then they're stuck out there. And it's like, like clean it up. But don't like charge people with things. Just let them go. Do whatever. Maybe intimidate them or something. I don't know, police. Yeah. I don't know what the end, I don't know what the solution is, but I do know that I feel better now and I'm grateful for that because I'm about to go back. But I don't know if I'm going to get one of those shooter things. Maybe that's what it was, those shooter things just made me sick. I was throwing up, but nothing was, I wasn't wrecked. I'm promising you this. I can hold my alcohol just fine, but I don't know. It's the roughest morning I've had in a very long time. It was very, very rough. And all I could think of was just like, God help me. Like, God, you got to help me. Someone help me, please. I was running to the bathroom, back and forth to the bathroom. It was crazy. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you.